Yo, 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 listen, brothers and sisters, we are back. It's the Black Cool Podcast, man. And today I'm going to be discussing transparency, respect, and honor and hate. So today, the main thing I want to talk about is um, if you guys don't know, a picture came up of Jerry Jones in 1957, um, in Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas, when, um, it, it was the Jim Crow South, um, and they were fighting, if he was in the lynch mob fighting against integration, they keep claiming, well, he was just there. He was an onlooker. It was a media frenzy and all this and that, that, just that and the third and, <laughs> <laughs> said it was a media frenzy it was this that and the third and now our uh, Stephen A. Smith was defending him so I guess he got so much flack it was on Friday he defended him so on Monday I guess uh, Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to respond to y'all black podcasters and y'all in the podcast world. And this, that, and the third. He got a little podcast, you know, all these little cornballs like Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. They got podcasts, which is trash. They like what they're doing is trying to like the, 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 the people that don't make millions of dollars have started a lane. And now these fuck niggas want to hop into it. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to curse, but man, there's going to be a lot of cursing in this, John. Um, but he he claims, oh, well, I'm going to address y'all. So I guess yesterday he addressed everybody. What's some nut stuff, man? Just y'all calling me a sellout. I look out. Nigga, yo, it, it, it it's just this plausible deniability thing. It's like. He doesn't know what side of the fence he wants to go on. Yesterday, he, was, he wasn't he was selling out. He was looking out. Yesterday, he was trying to make money for his bosses and all this other thing. Then Jay Williams comes out today on first take on national television and says, Jerry Jones needs to denounce racism. He needs to uh, uh, send, do, every, do all the steps that Kyrie did. This is what Jerry Jones needs to do. Because be, the reason why is because LeBron called out the nonsense. LeBron said, y'all came here, y'all asked me about Kyrie, but y'all didn't ask me about Jerry Jones. He said, every time a black man does something wrong or something we don't agree with, we drag him through the media. And they use LeBron to drag him through the media. Um, They use him to drag him through the media. He fell into that trope, but I guess this is him trying to, uh, you know, get in the good graces of the black folks again. And, I, you know, LeBron is not like a bad dude. He just he's one of them dudes that comes off like he's not that smart. And I'm not disrespecting this man. I'm not being malicious when I say that he just comes off as this big, dumb jock. Um, because it's a, it, it, mainly a lot of the things that he says, it, it, that's what he comes off as. 
But I'm going to tell you one thing he can do, and he does well. He manipulates the media very, very well. He manipulates the media to, to create a narrative and anything that he's doing. He does it very, very well. And I will give that brother his props for doing that. He's been outspoken on a lot of things. But then it comes when they just start whipping him. And, like, they got to whip him back into shape because, you know, he's under a lot of white folks. No matter how you want to look at it, that's how it is. You know, as a black man, when you're in that industry and you've got rich and you got rich off of so-called white people, you have a certain protocol, a certain quota that you have to meet. You can't speak up for your people. And anytime that your people get out of line, you're supposed to whoop them back in line because you was the house Negro, not calling him a house Negro. I'm just saying that's how they look at black, rich black folks. And I'm going to tell you to a certain degree, a lot of rich black people believe that they are extensions of white folks. And I'm going to tell you why I say that. I say that because I look at Stephen A. Smith. He got a little bit of money. So when when other black people have money, they tend to speak down to um, poor black people, what they consider poor. They tend to speak down to poor black people. And they do that often because they're an elite class. This is how they feel. This is what they people told them. This nigga actually said, I wake up in the morning and I wonder how I can make my bosses more money. Your boss comes to you because he knows that you're going to make him money. So he's not mad if you go out on the side and try to make money. That's why they use him like a rag doll the way that they do. He does nothing independent of ESPN. He does nothing independent of ESPN. Nothing he does is independent of ESPN. Everything he does is through ESPN. This fool sat there and said this out of his own mouth that they won't be mad if you go out on your own and do your own thing. What happened was... I lost my job at ESPN and I was living off of my savings. So you went to Fox and you was talking that stuff on Fox. You was talking that stuff on Fox. And then Fox got rid of you and you came back to ESPN with your tail between your legs. So now you're back at ESPN and you're regurgitating these white supremacist talking points. And a lot of them people on TV do it. A lot of these so-called black personalities. I keep telling y'all, them rich black folks or them black folks that got more money than the average Negro, that's what they do. They come on TV 
to talk down to you. They come on TV to tell you how dumb you are. This nigga brung up Michael Eric Dyson, Mark Lemoist Hill, uh, Jesse Jackson, and Al Sharpton. These traitors to our community, they came and start talking about these dudes like they're leaders. And see, this is another thing. They start talking this leadership when it comes to these dudes that are not leaders. Mark Lamont Hill done lost his job twice. The Black News Network, BNN got right out of there. You know why? Because they never engaged in people. When you looked at their viewership, it was it was YouTubers that had a far less reach than they do. And I'm saying resources, money, got far less money than these dudes do. At BNN, I ain't talking about Mark Lamont Hill. I'm talking about the people that started it. What's his name? Uh, Shad Khan. That owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. He started that bullshit. Where they get on there and it's okay to attack black men day in and day out. Nobody knows who Lamarck, Mark Lamont Hill is. Nobody knows. The average person cannot come up to you and tell you who Mark Lamont Hill is. He is a coon. They made him run with his tail between his legs when he said, I stand with Palestine. He was anti-Semitic when he said that. Even though you look over there and see what those people are over with Israel is doing to Palestine. Or Pakistan, whatever he said. Pakistan, I'm sorry about that. Even though they're over there, you know, destroying and killing Pakistanians. And I'm not taking up for them. But for you, for you to sit up there and come and dog black men when CNN made you run between with your tail tucked between your legs. Now you some type of moral compass that black people should listen to. They wasn't listening to that motherfucker. They wasn't listening to him. They don't listen to Tiffany D. Cross. All these people they don't listen to. Simone Sanders. They don't listen to these fucking people. Because these people do not have an outreach. In their mind, they think they have an outreach. A black YouTuber... Quite a few black YouTubers that I know, the new black media, gets more views than Simone, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, linebacker Simone. They fired her. I mean, she, she claimed that she left. The Joe Biden administration, she claimed that she left. You didn't leave. They fired you. They just said you chose to leave so you can get a show. That is trash that nobody watches. These people believe in their heart of hearts that they have such an outreach. Nobody can tell you who she is. Nobody can tell you who Roland Martin is. These people have no outreach. They have nothing. They are a bunch of punks. They get on TV. They down talk black people that don't have the kind of money they have 
They do this all the time. They always downplaying as well. Um, well, you know, y'all stupid because y'all don't do this. Y'all stupid because y'all don't do that. How do you expect... How, excuse me, how do you expect black people to, to gravitate towards when you keep telling them how stupid they are? Because they don't see things the way you see things. They talk about you and them having different opinions, but when you have a different opinions of the Republicans and the Democrats, oh, you're stupid. You're not college educated. And this nigga Roland actually came out his little fat tubby face and said that. You pork and beans eating nigga gonna come out your face and call somebody stupid because they said, I don't believe that the Democrats are doing anything for black people. We're talking about legalizing marijuana. And see, this is the thing. All we are, and, and, and if you wanna be for real, isn't student loan forgiveness a handout? That ain't gonna help black wealth. That don't put money in nobody's hands. And most people I know, their shit is in deferment. Yeah, so Joe Biden had to do something, and they still got... He knew it wasn't going to pass through the court systems. He knew they was going to fight that. That's why he did it, because he knew it was not going to get passed. He already knew that. Legalizing marijuana, that's what we as a bunch of pot smokers. A bunch of out of our mind, crazed drug, sex crazed drug addicts. They did the thing on abortion. They did the thing on weed. And I'm like, yo, none of this shit helps us in the immediate, um, in, in the immediate future. This does not get us any closer to our goal of reparations. They keep, well, no, he supports a form. No, y'all keep talking about reparations as in free college education. I don't want a free college education. They'll never do that. They'll never do free college education. These niggas, man, I'm telling you, man, the way that these people is and the way that they talk down to us, you would think that they are not black. They get on TV and regurgitate anti-black racism from white supremacist talking points. That's what they do. They do this day in and day out, and they want us to follow them. They want us to respect them. I don't respect y'all motherfuckers, cuz. I don't respect none of these people, man, because they're not to be respected. And that's why I said this is the transparency. So to kind of piggyback off of the Jerry Jones situation, this quote unquote Jewish guy, he was in a Twitter space. He gets on a Twitter space with our brother Tariq Nasheed and they start debating and this guy said, Kanye West is the reason why they're attacking synagogues. They've been shooting up synagogues for years before Kanye even started talking about Jewish people. So 
I look at I look at what this guy was saying. And in a nutshell, this is what he said. In a nutshell, Jewish people deserve to have what they have because they've done a lot for America. They funded the civil rights movement. No, they didn't fund anything. They suppressed it with money. That's all they did. They suppressed it with money. They didn't fund anything. They suppressed it with money. The March on Washington was supposed to happen and niggas was supposed to go down there and and see Washington burn. But these Jewish people gave Martin Luther King money. You can look this up. Malcolm X talked about it. The big six. He gave the big six. Um... I think 400, I think he gave them a half a million dollars. And then he gave them another um, 500,000. So it made it a million. He gave them a million dollars. So between the big six, I think they had like 200,000 a piece. It was somewhere around there. But I know they had like, he gave them each $250,000 a piece, the big six. They think it was somewhere around $1.5 million, something like that. So, this was a Jewish guy that did this. They suppressed the the movement. Well, they filed um, civil suits for the civil rights leaders. He said, who? And he couldn't name them. But in a nutshell, what he was saying was, Jewish people control the media. This is what this Jewish guy was saying. We use our power and influence in the media to take down anti-Semitism. That's what this guy said. So this guy basically proved Kanye right, essentially, about them controlling the media. So this guy said the same exact thing Kanye said, but it's okay for him to say it because he's Jewish. It's not anti-Semitic when he says it because it's Jewish. And then this, this, this guy said that when you call out racism within the Jewish community, you're opening up other Jews to, black, to genocide. They're going to shoot up a synagogue because of what Kanye said. And I'm, I'm looking at him. Listening to this crap that this guy is spewing. And he actually came out his lips and said everything that Kanye said. But it's okay for him to do it because he doesn't open his people up. When you talk about Jewish people, essentially, he said that you're opening up people to commit genocide against them. How he came to that conclusion, I will never know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but in a nutshell, basically what he said is black people need to be down on their knees thanking the Jews and we've never thanked them for the stuff that they did for us. And he sounded like a typical white person with white privilege. 
you need to be thanking us because we're the reason why you have civil rights. What? Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. They're the reasons we have civil rights. Not you. Not none of your people. This is what I don't get. The whole thing is like a song I know. It's cool when they do it, but when I do it, it's cool when they do it. But when I do it, it's a problem. Fuck them. And that's what it is. Thinking and it's okay to be an anti-black racist, and I've seen it on First Take today. Molly Quarum, anything that comes to women, anything that comes to to something that she feels strongly about, like Kyrie, she has so much to say. But today, the woman, her little feministic ass, feminazi ass was very quiet today. She was very quiet today. When it came to... Jerry Jones in that photo, she was very quiet. She didn't say a word. Usually she's interjecting and trying to put her two cents in it. She's a moderator. Her opinion doesn't matter if you're moderating it. And that's what I don't like is when when a moderator tries to give their opinion. So as a black person, it's okay to talk about the 500 years of oppression, the 500 years of genocide, it's okay to talk about all of that stuff. And it's okay to poo-poo it and, and, and push it to the side. Because it's okay to do it because everybody was doing it. Everybody did it. So it's okay for everybody to do it and everybody to downplay it. Because y'all black, y'all get over it. That's what you always been doing. You can't say nothing about. It's four sectors that you can't say nothing about. Can't say nothing about the Jewish people. You'll be considered anti-Semitic. Can't say nothing about the gay people. You'll be considered homophobic. You can't say nothing about women because you'll be considered a misogynist. Three sectors, I'm going to say. So, when you talk about all these these certain groups, these and they consider themselves minorities. So, if they want to be minorities, let them be minorities. But the guy basically said, we're a minority and we practice nepotism and all this other stuff. Which is, to me, is nothing wrong. Our black people need to do nepotism more often. You need to put your family in high positions. We need to put our family... And, they, and, and, and one thing about them... Their community is very tight-knit. They don't play games. They don't, you know, they practice, they have community practices. Whereas us, we don't do that. They don't go out here dogging each other. They're not out in the, 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 their rich ones aren't dogging the non-rich ones on TV, no less. (coughs) (laughs) 
you know, so, um, essentially what he was saying was black people are, it's okay to be anti-black racist because when we're racist towards y'all, it doesn't open y'all up for anything. It doesn't open y'all up for genocide. And that's what I got from all of that. So, like I said, man, he was very transparent. He meant every word that he said. And I'm glad he did. That's fine with me. Because I know where black people stand as a whole. In the minds of everybody. Not just him. That's all the white society. I'm not white. I've been fighting white supremacy. I'm Jewish. I thought... Jewish was just your religion. I didn't know it was ethnicity. But, okay. Whatever the case may be, man. Um, basically, he told us to be thankful for them because they're the reason why we have civil rights. It was just crazy because that's how they all talk to us. Like, we're little kids and they're whipping us and that's how they feel. When, they t- when somebody talks to you and tell you you need to be grateful, yeah, you know what? Nah. You know. I, and it's, it's hard to talk about it. Because it happens time in and time again. You can tell by the Jerry Jones situation how they treat black people in front of the media is like they're whipping him. A black man, they're whip, they whip Kyrie. Wanna whip him back in the shape. Keep beating you. Then they whip Kanye, took all his money, took his endorsements. He was a billionaire one day, then he wasn't a billionaire. They took all his liquidatable assets. Kanye. Is one of them people, and then you know he gets on there, and I'm not even want to say all this, but he gets on on Alex Jones show today, and that's already a red flag to me. You get on the Alex Jones show, a person that has been sued for billions of dollars from being a conspiracy theorist, from spewing conspiracy theories that really have no merit. And he just got sued. So, I, I don't know, man. I, they're trying to make Kanye and Kyrie the faces of anti-Semitism. You can't do that. When they say, well, y'all need to denounce. I don't need to denounce anything. I didn't say anything. That's his own individual thought. It's not my individual thought. It's like all black people have to answer for the few. The many have to answer for the few. No. Like all criminals, y'all all all need to start answering for these criminals. No, I don't. The criminals need to answer for the criminals, not me. I'm not no damn criminal. That's the problem. Black people are the only ones that have to answer for every single last black person. But when this guy said, when, when he asked him about the racism within the Jewish community in Israel towards black people in all places of all the places of the world, he said, well, you can't call them out. We got to talk to them behind closed doors 
and essentially is yo stop being outwardly racist you got you got it you can't be a a overt racist you have to be a covert racist this is exactly what this guy was saying you can't call him out if he's racist because it opens all of us up to genocide and i said you know i just realized that they want to control black people and control our thoughts and control what we do and that takes me into another segment why are these Africans getting on TikTok and start? And it was a trend that started. He was like, I, I, I'm from Baltimore, but everybody think I'm from Philly because the way I talk. Oh, the way I talk, these people think I'm African-American. And I'm like, oh, God, these Africans get on TikTok. They're doing very, very cringeworthy things. I'm just wondering and I'm asking myself, at what point as grown men and women do y'all stop trying to get validation from white folks? This is the validation factor that they have from white people. Oh, I'm I'm just letting y'all know. If you didn't care, if we're all the same people, you wouldn't differentiate us. You wouldn't say, oh, that's an African-American right there. They're Sudanese. They're Ghanaian. They're Nigerian. They're Somalian. They're Egyptian. They're Moroccan. And you and they're from Zimbabwe. They're from Cape Town. Whatever the Cape the case may be. You never hear a Nigerian claim to be an Algerian. You never hear an Algerian or Liberian claiming to be Nigerian. They're all different people. Culturally, they're all different people. <laughs> but with us, when it comes to us, we got to let y'all motherfuckers know. I'm Liberian, nigga. I'm Nigerian, nigga. I'm Sudanese, nigga. I'm from Ghana. I'm Gah- how they say it? Ghanaians or however they say it. They let you know that they're not African American or Black American. I don't say African American. I haven't said it in years. But and I'm like, yo. They talk about how much culture we don't have, but in these videos, they're bopping, they're bouncing to music that we create. No, we're all the same people. We're not the same people, bruh. And it's okay. Y'all are different from us. There's nothing wrong with that. They don't identify as black people. They identify from whatever country they come from. But it's a problem when we do it. So. You know. Fuck them. And the words are finesse two times. Two of them. Who cares? You know, you can't get on TikTok. You can't get on social media and not expect black people to start dogging y'all out because y'all have to. If we're the same people, we don't have to differentiate ourselves. You know what it'll be? It's a regional thing. You from the West Coast. I'm from the East Coast. You from the Midwest. You from down South. It's all a regional thing with us. We have different states. 
they have different countries and they do not like <laughs> tell me a Nigerian does not like being called a librarian or a person from Algeria does not like being called Sudanese they're not from Sudan they don't want to be called Sudanese so why is it a problem when we culturally identify ourselves as black Americans because that's where we're from why is it a problem when we do it but everybody else, you never hear a Jamaican claiming to be African. This Haitian girl said Haitians don't claim to be African. They claim to be dark Spaniards. Come on, man. Like, y'all playing with me. <laughs> I got to stop. Like, y'all, y'all can't have this debate with people that know things, man. That actually study and, 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 and can back everything they're saying up with facts. Y'all got to stop these things, brothers and sisters. They are our brothers and sisters in the diaspora, but we're all spread out, and that's fine. It's only a problem when we start calling them out for their white supremacist um, talking points and their anti-black racism tropes. It's only a problem when we do it. But they, hey, listen, you motherfuckers, y'all are denying y'all backgrounds. I'm not from Africa, bro, never been. My lineage on my dad's side traces back to Maryland. My lineage on my grandma's side and my grandfather's side, on my mom's side, I'll say. My side traces back to Esto, South Carolina. So we got to stop this taking on these identities. We're not African-American. We are black American. My family was born here. I'm not, that doesn't mean that, oh, genetically, yes, I'm African. Genetically, yes. But, bro, we're probably four to six hundred years, maybe even more, removed from Africa. It was already black people here. The Maroons, they were here. You have black Indians, and you have red Indians. Black natives, and you have red natives. It is what it is. They don't want to accept that. Y'all niggas from Africa, and the things when y'all don't accept Africa, you're being disingenuous. Oh, shut the hell up. Y'all shouldn't get reparations because y'all haven't healed with it. Nigga, you speak, how many people are you speaking for? Are you speaking for yourself? Or are you, and it's like Dr. Umar, I love that brother, man. But he, this Pan-African thing that he's trying to ride, bro, do that shit over in Africa. None of these Pan-Africans are in Africa. They're here in America getting American dollars. They're not over there. They're not doing anything. None of them Pan-Africans is, is over in Africa. They don't have no land in Africa. You know where they are? Right here in America, living off the benefits. Off of our backs. And another thing, Stephen A. Smith had the nerve to say that Candace Owens, I don't know her, never met her in my life, 
but y'all call her a sellout. You call her a sellout without context. Bro, you've never heard anything this woman has said? There's plenty of context behind it. Then I realized something. They both have Caribbean roots. I'm trying to tell you, when, when a person is Caribbean, they have a certain view on black folks here in America. And so do the Africans. I've seen videotapes of Africans dogging black Americans, telling us we have no culture. You keep denying your, 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 your background. I can't deny something I've never been. But listen, man. I just wanted to, oh excuse me. I just wanted to discuss those those um those topics and I just want to have transparency. It's about transparency and respect. We never get any other one. None of them. Neither one. We don't get transparency, we don't get respect. Like it's okay to be a racist towards y'all because y'all overcame it. Y'all are above it. But you can't talk about no other group. As soon as you talk about, like I said, the gay people, as soon as you talk about a Jewish person, or as soon as you talk about women, you're a a misogynistic, anti-Semitic homophobe. And that's how that goes. Can't point out the discrepancies in no other community because you're going to open them up to genocide. That's what this guy said. And who knows? For all we know, he he wasn't Jewish. But... What he said was very telling. But, um, yeah, man, I'm about to get out of here. Oh, man. I love y'all, man. My beautiful people. Y'all are the best. Peace, blessings, prosperity. I'm out.